What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another Those Guys You Hate Mini Sesh. Mini Sesh. Tyler, how you doing today, brother? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing really well, man. Thank you so much for those out there who do not know. A mini sesh is where Tyler and I kill the shtick. We're our normal, boring selves, and we tell you a story from our past. Is that right, Tyler? I wouldn't say we kill the shtick because the shtick is who we are. I would say it gets turned down a couple notches. I don't think it's who we are. It's who we've evolved into because of our insecurities and wanting to be liked by everyone. Tomato, tomato, insecurities, right? Potato, potato. Mm -hmm. Nobody calls it a potato, by the way. Mm -hmm. So this week, Tyler- that's just bad English. I'm going to do another little montage because these are interesting- things that I want to share with people, but I'm worried. I'm going to put a little disclaimer at the beginning. Ooh, I love a good disclaimer. This episode. I am going to do a few little cheating stories, okay? And, And here's the purpose of that. In my life, at a different time, I was a... Huge cheater. Mm. I, I was. So when I had the most respect for you, I I, I had so much more fun back yeah. then. I can already yeah. tell by the way that I'm talking, and I'm going to be honest with the audience. I'm doing this already. I'm going into this little tap dance. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I, when when there's a lot of disclaimers put on the front of it, we both do it. Whenever we're putting disclaimers on it, you know that the Menendez brothers are uncomfortable. But here is my disclaimer and the reason why I'm doing it. These stories are not to celebrate cheaters. I have done a full 160. I have been rehabilitated. Did you do that on purpose? Sure. <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> so it's unperfect, Tyler. Uh, I, I, I am no longer a cheater. And when I discuss these things, because I want to be open with everything, what I think that people really like about the show is that we're raw and uncut and we're actually honest about our mistakes. No, I'm circumcised. I think that these things are interesting and... I want to talk more about the psychology of cheating more than like, oh, so I was with this girl and I'm hammering her mm, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> what? I did that on Nobody purpose. Nobody talks yeah. like that. Sure. You That's, and your friend, you don't have jocular talk with same, your friends? The same guy who says that is the same guy that says, let's go pick up some tail. Get out of here, guy who says tail. So I'm banging this bird from uh, behind. Uh, her boobs feel like sand, right? Uh, like a bag of sand. Sir, get out of this locker room, please. Have you ever hung out with people who talk about women or men or whoever they're interested in sexually in those terms? I haven't really hung out with a lot of people who talk about sex in detail no. like they do in the movies. No, I, uh, yeah, that's the whole thing. I feel like it's a caricature of people who do that. Not that there aren't people who do that, but I don't think that's the norm. Right. So, um, so I want to make sure that we are not doing that. We are not celebrating cheating. We are actually celebrating the growth from that. And what I would really like to center on is the psychological reason behind cheating, which I didn't discover. I'm, you know, until very recently, I would even say there's probably stuff that I haven't discovered yet. Oh, for sure. Years from now, I will look back on it and have a different opinion than this. So all of that is to say, if you're listening to this, I don't want you to think of us as somebody who's giving you bedroom talk. This is actually us laughing at how sad it was for me and how we've changed. Mm -hmm. Did I do a good job there or am I just being uncomfortable on the radio. I think a little A, a little B. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm exposing <laughs> you did myself as good to you. As, I asked you to stop doing that. It's Much always like Herman. to school children. Um, stop. I. Oh, that is where it goes too far? That is where I that draw That is line. where it goes too far? My belt is not a school crossing, Tyler. Your, your line where you draw it in the sand is so arbitrary and just weird. Dateline in the sand. 
So you've already done that. Let's start with a mild one. Okay. I am dating a woman that I had broken up with another woman to be with while cheating on her. She was aware of it. I want to tell you something right at, right at the beginning, Tyler. Not a great way to go into a relationship. Are yeah. you familiar with that? Uh, I'm familiar with not wanting. If you were in a relationship that began by one of you or the or both of you cheating on your respective partners to be with each other. I mean, it happens all the time down here in Miami. All the time. That's and not a joke. Let me tell you that you are almost guaranteed to fail. Well, you're never going to trust that person Ever. because if you do it to someone else that you asked for trust, why wouldn't you do it to me? And I did it to you, so if somebody's going to have to do it to somebody first, let it be me. What if we get together on the context of we're going to do it to each other? Sure. Almost like the Pina Colada song. Let's cheat on each other with each other. Exactly. But now we're doing it through the internet and chat rooms, not a newspaper. This isn't the 70s. Hog shots all day, baby. <laughs> so this one I'll just make very easy. This is my very first one. I came home from dating this woman that I had pursued for a very long time. Mm. She was a roommate of a woman that I had dated in the past. I was currently dating someone. I was a real piece of shit. Mm. And I came home from a very nice dinner where we had imbibed a little bit of wine to a giant penis drawn on my front door in dark red lipstick. Ah. The exact color that the other woman always used to wear, yeah. which was a nice touch. Yeah, It yeah. had a film noir feel to it. It put the they put the balls there and everything the, too. And the thing was, and you know this person, lots of tattoos, very artistic. Mm. I mean, the penis was on point. On point. And I mean that metaphorically, it, it wasn't like a candy cane that you sucked down for a couple hours. Mm. It was well drawn, not like an elf dick. And then poke yourself in the thigh a couple times a to make sure, make sure you're still alive. It's a, it's a cutter with a holiday theme. Mm. So let me stop right here. And I know that's just a very brief story, but also very true and very hard to keep the romance going once you've seen a big, veiny, throbbing what, Tyler? You're going to have to speak for yourself, buddy, because it's doing it for I me. I am so myopic. I know this is supposed to be a segment where we look back on these with shame, but you're getting me going. I'm just, I got to say, I can't speak for the audience. You get me going. Tyler, you are right. And let's stop for one second and look at why do you think people cheat? I, I can speak back now with some mild clarity on why I think I cheated, but what's your initial idea of why you think people cheat? Well, I myself have cheated as well. What? And I know, gross. You're disgusting. Gross. And I think it can boil down to uh, many different things, but I think the main thing is insecurity is definitely one thing. That's where I'm going. There is an uh, unconscious belief that, and for so many, it's unconscious. This person is going to do it to me, so I need to do it to them first. Sure, there is no such thing as real love in every relationship. My, my thought process was, there's a hammer and a nail. Yeah. I'm not going to be the nail. Yeah. You're the nail. Which is a bad way to go about a relationship. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it really reflects on the person who's bringing those feelings to a relationship and it also has such a huge say on who you're attracting. Absolutely. If you're putting that 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 vibe out there, you're going to find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like for you or for me, well, for you, you'd probably murder the person, but for you or for me, if we got in a relationship with somebody and then they all of a sudden tried to dominate in a way that was controlling, yeah, we would definitely push back against that. You would attract people who 
want that, whether it be sure. unconsciously or not. Serious daddy issues. Mm-hmm. And so, some mommy uh, issues sprinkled in. Oh, no, I'm not looking for those problems. <laughs> so a big part of it for me is I got into a relationship when I was very young that, man, I, I would say traumatized me in a lot of ways. And I thought that that was what was on the docket for my life. So I decided I will never do that again. Life ain't over, buddy. I am, well. Anything could happen. The way I'm living, it's pretty damn close, Tyler. So that's just one, okay? It's hard to keep the romance moving forward when somebody has vandalized your home. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell one more story that has a little bit more to it and we could finish talking this out and that'll be our mini sesh for this week. Well, I will say this. I have cheated before, but I have never been... And I mean, I've been racking my brain since we have started this mini sesh. I have never been the victim of vandalism or- of, You weren't cheating hard uh, enough, Tyler. That. <laughs> well, that's that's also true. I cheated because I was um, really, really insecure, but but it was never something that that I, I strived for. Well, I was living know? that life and you know, you, yeah. were, you were there for a lot of it. I have had my, my, my car keyed, I have had di- multiple windows in my houses broken. Mm-hmm. And, and again, not parting with this. I'll be honest with you right now. Where I think so much of this from me came from is if we are always worried about me, the the woman that I'm talking about who did uh, allegedly the dick on my door had a list in her phone of other women that I had fucked around with their license plates. So she could come into my neighborhood and scour the neighborhood for those cars. That sounds healthy. A level of dedication that I have never known. That's a that's a that's a healthy show of behavior. No, it's not good. And the idea that you would put in that effort instead of saying, fuck you. I don't want to be with you. Like I, I'm gonna go ahead and erase this note and your phone number. Well, it's like I said in last episode, what do you find important? Yep. What are you finding important in your life? And if you find yourself in a situation where you're driving around your ex's neighborhood looking no, at you're, cur- l- you're current looking at license plates, um, it's it, it, and I say this without judgment. I say this with true love, genuine, heartfelt love. It's time to start reevaluating what it is you find important. Absolutely, and I think that there's a big problem with TV, uh, entertainment, all these different things. And now you add on top of it the insidious nature of the internet of what young people think that relationships are supposed to look like. Where if we don't have this Melrose Place drama, then we're not really in love. If, If it's not this desperate... You know who I think about? What are those two people where the woman ended up dead? Romeo and Juliet. Nope, okay. You jumped in too soon. Where where they... Brian... uh, Adams. Please wait until I finish, Tyler. I will throttle you. The guy, the social media stars where they found him dead. Brian Shorts. What is uh, some Brian sort of- Landry and Laundry? I, I, Laundry, excuse me. And uh, and I, I'm blanking on her name. Please forgive me. Isn't that me. the way that it always goes? It's uh, always Ted Bundy and never yeah, the victims. You know what I, I mean? It was a Gabby. All right, I'm gonna stop throwing myself under the bus. De Pietro or something? Do I have that? Gabby Petito. I was close. Uh, you were close. Okay, so and, and here's the idea: if we don't have that. Romeo and Juliet, Montagues versus Capulets, you know. Gun- I'll sacrifice myself for you because gun- I love right, you so much. Right, when really it's just like, I don't care about myself. I need you so bad, I don't care about myself. And Romeo and Juliet was about two teenagers in the first relationship of their life, yeah. killing themselves over said relationship. Get the hell out hey, of here. In a weekend. <laughs> it, it all happened in like two days. Go back and read that thing. <laughs> it's <true>. a warning. 
<laughs> They're telling you what not to do. And by the end of the story, that poison's looking pretty good. Good God, bro. <laughs> Put it in an X pill and I'll do it. All right. So here's the deal. I don't think I've ever said X pill in my life. My brain had to rack my terminology like, what the fuck is like, an X pill? I, I feel like Dr. Dre in 2002. Okay, so... Here's just another one, and then we'll wrap it up, because I do like, we're telling stories that make fun of us, but also, we're, we're having more of the discussion about the psychological, what makes people do these things, mm-hmm. and that's where, really where I think our sweet spot is, because this is very close to how you and I talk. Don't get me wrong. You and I are a barrel of laughs, but very often, we talk about psychological stuff and our emotions. All the time. And why we feel like that. And it's not us just trying to crack jokes all the time. It's actually probably a lot closer to this than the show. Am I right about that? Oh, absolutely. Every we... now and then, we're wacky, but not well, all the time. Well, more we're more so wacky when other people are around, when it's just you For and sure. me. We joke around. Um, but we, we have the conversation about our emotions, about all this stuff, until the discomfort builds up too much. And then we start cracking yep. jokes to like kind of kind of move everything I, and around. And then I just shit my pants <laughs> to, to, to slow everything down. Hey, look at distraction. <laughs> Tyler, what's your take on Dariara? Okay, so far. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not, I digress. Not a fan. I di- really? <laughs> One out of five stars. Wow. Would not recommend. Well, I'm going to have to return your Christmas present. <laughs> and I made it myself. So, so here's my other story, all right? Uh, so I have cheated on someone again. Obviously, I won't use names because that would not. just be terrible. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I am going to this. And here's the thing, and it's, and it's terrible, but I got a million of these. You, why don't we use uh, initials? Well, no, no, I, I don't mean people that I've cheated on because, yes, that as well. I'm talking about just these cheating stories. We could do, you know, 10 of these episodes. Again, not bragging. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this with a heavy heart. Big high fives all around after this show. But they're but they're funny to hear things getting turned around on the cheater because I friggin' deserved it. I was destroying people. So Well, and let me just say, I yes. think that the, uh, the statute of limitations has passed. Well, you are being open and honest about these issues, and I think to use them for our entertainment, not only that, but to hopefully people will learn from these things, I think is an excellent way to use it. And I am the punchline here. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to know I am the punchline sure. here. I am the warning. So I go out to a bar, and I'm driving the, the 300 at the time. Chrysler 300, oh, okay. Love that for Yeah, car. it was a really nice car. And I have it parked out front. With now, the rims. He got rims on it, no, baby. No, it came with, with, with 22s. Oh, it? it was a beautiful car. It was. I didn't take care of them. They rusted over. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I appreciate the candor. We're cutting that. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> so I go into the bar, and I'm sitting there. I now have my the object of my erection right in front of me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm putting in work. Now, again, this is all completely allegedly because I have no proof. But while I'm in the bar, I'm getting crazy. I'm having a little bit too much to drink. It's like two in the morning. The bar is closing down. I go out to my car. Now, keep in mind, I've cheated on someone with someone who's working at this bar. This is once we've broken up, this is my new area of of hanging out. So everybody knows that I'm there. It's your prowling grounds, basically. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Another one bites the dust. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to piss at every corner in that place. In the, the dust. <laughs> so I go out to my car and I realize that I've left my car unlocked. Mm, okay. Always a bad move. I'm I had left my job at a bar, so I came with all of my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. South Florida, baby. Lock your doors. I get into my car. I realize 
that somebody has been in my car. Okay? That is always, ser- seriously, Truthfully. a weird, disconcerting feeling. My, my, my literal area that I am used to has been disheveled without my permission. That, that is a uncomfortable feeling at the least. There's a word that they, that they assign to it where if somebody's been in your house, you just feel this. It's not insecurity, even though it is that. There's this thing where you just, you've lost your little parameter that you thought humanity worked around. Mm-hmm. I had, while staying at mom's house, somebody broke into my car. And just took my change. Just took a handful <laughs> oh, of my change. Like, like shattered your window or your door no, was open? just left it open. I'm very irresponsible. <sighs> that's that's one of those things where it's like, it's not cool to do, but I mean, that person could have just been really in, in need. I, and I do know? agree with that, but that garage door opener was not that far away. Had they gotten that, my whole life could have changed. For sure. So somebody had come into my car, which was a very strange feeling. And let me give you a list of what they did while they were there. (laughs) Okay, please. Okay. Let's go down the list. Number one, (laughs) they took my flannel shirt. Okay. Now you would say like, ah, whatever. It it meant a lot to me. Well, you, I know it sounds crazy. We talked recently about your emotional attachment to clothes. And it was one of those shirts that I wore all the time. Took my flannel shirt. Number two, Took my backpack. Uh, another thing you have emotional attachment to. I had traveled the world with mm. that backpack. Even that one, I that one hurts a little bit to Dude, hear. Dude, I had yeah. that's the that backpack I that I had with the band. They took they took my backpack, almost as if they knew how to hurt me. Have you seen this backpack? I'm not. We're kidding. gonna post up notes everywhere. I will still give you five dollars if you could find <laughs> that backpack. That's it. Okay, now this one is really gonna hurt you, Tyler. Oh boy, it's two in the morning. Uh-huh. I've been drinking. Okay, they took. My to-go food, Tyler. Oh, what? I had freaking what? Dude, I had what? It, Tyler, a, a full rack what? of ribs. Oh. They and I had been like dreaming about this rack oh. of ribs. They took my to-go food, okay. Do you think they ate it or like the monsters they are just threw it away? I hope that they got botulism. <laughs> and they took my crossword puzzle. Oh, yeah. And, and this, yeah. Wo- this woman and I had always done the crossword puzzles together. It was kind of like this cute thing that we did. I thought it was a message like waking up with a horse's head in your bed. Well, I was going to say the most baller move would have been her replacing it all finished. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> if she just sat there and did it. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was going to finish that. You did it in pen. <laughs> you monster. And finally, the last, just for the peace de resistance. You, right. I just, I just want you to know not money not family you are equally the most difficult person to hurt yeah. and the easiest oh my goodness <laughs> you really don't have to do anything if you don't know him you can't hurt him if you do know how to hurt him you could get right at his soul they baby. took the shoelaces out of all of my shoes so and and just finally and you can tell how long ago this was i had a coke I had taken a little kid's cup uh, from work yeah. as I was leaving, just a little celebratory Coke. We all know how that goes down mm. here in Miami. And I had brought it with me. When's had, the last time you had a Coke to yourself? Just like a Coke, not just a sip, an actual Coke. I, I mean, it's got to be around that time. I took a sip of your Coke when we were in Madrid. I don't remember that shit. Out of a glass bottle. Oh. Yes, we had been getting hammered the whole time. So good. It was it was delicious. I just don't drink Coke anymore. It's it's just right. like it's like smoking cigarettes. Back to your story. It but back to my story. Cigarettes. So what they had done is she. I'm not saying she because I don't know who it was. Allegedly, he or she. We take, don't know. Had taken. I had a cup holder that was like in the 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 center console. It yes. was like built in. Yes. Taking my drink, just flipped it right <laughs> upside down. Ice, 
Coke, all of oh, it. So, oh, it was an open cup. It was oh, an open God. cup. It had no top. So by picking up the bottom, I had released the crack. And I had to do the final damage to my car. And I just sat there. Even at that time, I knew, like, I brought this on myself. I did this. That is like the end of seven. Opening yeah. the box and it's your wife's head. What's in the cup? What's in the cup? So, again, I will end all of this by saying... and. Look, there's plenty more of these to come. I don't know if that was interesting to you or not. No, no, no. There's plenty more stories to be told. No, He's no, not no, going to no, be no, doing no. Tyler, the situation. Tyler, we're running out of stories. I got to, Nicole, heads up. We got to, <laughs> anything for the show, baby. I love you. Any exes, call me so we can redo this. Yeah. Uh, to end this, and I know these weren't like super like crazy stories, and I've got a million of them, some of them a little bit more risque than this. Yeah, this is a learn from us type situation. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And this is me talking about why I cheated. And to put a final bow on this, because I'm still speaking as if I'm uncomfortable, because I am. I believe that the, the fundamentals, the core of my cheating was, if we're always worried about me, if you're driving around my neighborhood looking through your phone at license plates on is he cheating or is he not cheating, mm -hmm. then we never have to worry about you. I'm so insecure. I'm so worried that you're going to go do something unless I'm keeping it spicy. At that time, I thought that that's what women found attractive. And in some way, the women that I found, that is in some way what they found attractive. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been doing it. For sure. It's, it's what draws them in. I thought if we're always worried about me, then we never have to worry about you. I didn't realize that until Tyler, I'm telling you, nine months ago, maybe it was, awareness. Like, it was like this, this, this eureka moment where I'm like, wait a minute, I wasn't the man. I was wildly insecure and filled with fear. Well, it was another form of control. Sure. Yeah. It was just the way that, that, that abusive, physically abusive people want to physically keep their significant other in line. Uh, emotionally, that was your your bag, as it were, baby. Well, and not just that. It wasn't just a way of controlling them. It was a way of controlling me. If I'm constantly lost in this reality TV sure. show yeah. world, yeah. I never have to think uh, it's just another addiction. Mm -hmm. I would say my greatest addiction. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Tyler, thank you for letting me tell you that story. Yeah, Ryan's the man. He's getting tail Brother, everywhere, I baby. Mean, it's raining pussy, baby. <laughs> yeah, that didn't, you know what? You've ruined uh, the word for me. Uh, Thanks I, a lot. I, I got a lip in my eye. <laughs> we love you guys very much. Yes. We are, yep. hold on, hold on. You're getting ahead of yourself. I will, gross. Lizard people. I will, um, I just want to let you guys know that you can find us both on TikTok and on Instagram. Very good. Uh, on TikTok, find us at those guys you hate. On Instagram, find us at those guys underscore Boo. you hate. And then go to our website, thoseguysyouhate.com. It has all of our links. Please support us. Please subscribe. And don't forget about the raffle. We're giving away tickets. We're selling tickets for the raffle. That's exactly right. $10 each, baby. And uh, Tyler, you're doing a great job with all that. I appreciate all the hard work you're putting in. And to the Haitian Army, we love you guys so much. We do. Thank you for being there with us. These last couple of months have been really exciting. Mm -hmm. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red.
red circle. Motherfucking circle. Hey, Tyler, how are you? Red circle. What's up, dog? Uh, not much, man. How you doing? <sighs> I'm doing okay, buddy. I'm, I am, you know what, in the middle, if I could be totally honest, I am in the middle of, my life is great. My life is really good as, as uh, you know, you got to stop and smell the roses, as it were. My life is really good. Also, super busy, man. I'm fucking really busy. I'm really busy, and uh, there's, I just feel like there's always something to do. So, Well, there is always something to do. Yeah, yeah. I just want some time to just friggin' chill, man. And play GTA. <laughs> yeah, you know what I've realized? And, and, and another thing that I've realized, if you've been listening to this show for a long time, thank you. We appreciate you. And what I've realized is I get stuck on something, and I just wear it out. This is going to be GTA. Um, yeah, but that's what video games are meant to be like. You play them to your heart's content, and then you move on to the next well, one. Well, oh, but I mean, also fleshlight. There, there was, there's a lot of examples of this. You still have some dirt on your forehead. Let's leave it. Let's leave it. Yeah, that's like okay. It. I'm we fine did with some it. yard work today. I, I'm not even entirely sure that you can see it in the camera. I don't these, think you these can. lights are so good. Good on you, Steve Trabajo. And I put it on there up, up top on purpose just <laughs> to make it look like I'm a man. Yeah, your eyeshadow is way off, Tyler. <laughs> it's my first time. Um, no, it's not. I know. So uh, what I've realized is, and this won't shock you at all, I have, I don't know if shame is the right word, but when I sit down to play video games, I start beating myself up for it. <laughs> well, that's, we all have that. In, a lot of us have that instinct in us. Mine is very loud. That happens to be yours. I make myself feel guilty for sitting down and just doing something that is not productive. productive. Yep. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. A so lot it, of people. I've had trouble just enjoying myself sitting over there. Mm-hmm. So- so I, I, you know, and, and I well, very, very much. Uh, I'm defensive about it, by the way. <laughs> I am to make it to make this about myself because that's what we do. Sure, sure, please. Um, I, I, I'm the exact same way, just in reverse. It's getting myself to move gives me that anxiety, whereas you forcing yourself to sit there, it gives you that. Anxiety. Well, we've talked about it before. You're a shut downer. I'm an overdoer. Yes. In, in a lot of ways, yeah. I, I'm so compul. I'm I'm compulsively moving, and the, the I think the idea here is should be allowed to enjoy myself if I'm having fun. And I will say this, because of this compulsion that I'm talking about, this weekend, which was the first quote-unquote weekend that I had where, where I was playing Grand Theft Auto, I got more accomplished this weekend than I normally would on a weekend because of that guilt. I used it to some degree as a reward system. Get this done, you sit down and play for half an hour. Get this done, you can play for half an hour. Half an hour? I, I can barely kill four hookers no, in that amount of time. It really isn't enough time, but after about that amount of time, I, I I I lose the battle. I mean, how much of a spree killing can you really get going in 30 minutes? Now, speaking of accomplishing something, this is actually real. I feel I'm scared that right now I'm being too real on the show. Nobody mm. nobody's gonna be interested in mm. this. Nicole very recently asked me if I wanted to start doing a third pegging a th- a, no she didn't even ask she just took uh i asked me if i wanted to do a 21 day deepak chopra meditation sure. boot camp yeah. Th- those are popular sure yeah, yeah it's a meditation every day for 21 days right to get you into the habit of it sure. what what is it that x amount of days is how you begin to have three weeks is when you begin to have it i don't sure. know if that's like one of those 10,000 10, hours makes you a professional thing which is just not real it's not substantiated by science so i don't know how accurate that is. life is very much about habits isn't it oh absolutely no i'm saying i don't know about that timeline yeah, three right. weeks of course i'm just saying when people hear the word habit they think of like uh, 
biting your nails or something. Whatever bad. the deal is, as yeah. opposed to your thought patterns, your behavior patterns, whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I started doing it. This is the point of accomplishment. And I'm being dead serious. I don't normally herald really much of anything that we do on this show. They come to a point, and it's pretty basic. It's pretty fundamental. I imagine it's for people who don't really meditate to get them kind of into the flow of it. They're little 15-minute things. And in that 15 minutes, Deepak Chopra is talking about certain things. So the meditation itself is very short. Mm -hmm. And he's asking you to follow a mantra for maybe five, six, seven minutes. Sure. Today and yesterday for those five, six, seven minutes, uninterrupted, I carried the mantra with me without losing it. Nice. For people who don't meditate, I'm sure you're like, what the fuck yeah. is this kook talking no, about? No, congratulations, kook. You're you're well on your way to uh, achieving things that don't matter and aren't actually real. I, I agree. Congrats. And I put a lot of, much like GTA, it's unproductive time. But the fact of the matter is, you're training your brain to be able to stay on focus. You know what I mean? The way that you would train your hand to learn how to draw by doing it over and over again. And so I, I don't know. That's something that I'm proud of. I reward myself this. Well, we're going to have to teach you how to love yourself better because that is not a reward. I disagree. Uh, I think that I really worked hard on getting that. And for those who don't, all right, Tyler, let's do the show. I've got so much mucos. Yeah, you do. You keep sniffling into the into the mic. You know that's dad's least favorite word? Mucus? Uh, but in Spanish. Mucos or something like that. Mm. He hates it. I it's can see like it. his uh caca. Oh yeah. Tyler's uh, least favorite word is caca. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's what? is panties and and I don't know why people have assigned panties to me. Because you've said it multiple no, times. No, what I'm saying is I don't think that panties is sexy. Like if somebody's like, oh, take off my panties, it's much like in the middle of somebody of sex, like somebody hypothetically going, I've been naughty. Like if somebody truly did that to me in real life, I'd throw them the fuck out of my yeah, house. Yeah. Or, or get the fuck out of here. Or saying vagina in the middle of it. Not a sexy word. Put it in my vagina. <laughs> no. I'm into that. I like that. Okay, what, Dr. Carl. What do you prefer? Pussy. Pussy? Just say pussy. A little crass for me. But, uh, what uh, do you prefer? Twat. <laughs> <laughs> 